You're listening to the AFL Unlimited podcast, where we tackle all the hot topics in the AFL and bring you up to speed with everything you need to know in the football landscape. We'll take a look at this weekend's games and have some mixed discussion about what to expect. Let's head up to the box for the opening bounce. Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of AFL Unlimited. The boys are back in town and with this new time slot, we are officially one week away from footy returning. We're on to the real stuff here as we dissect every team's round one performance as well as discussing some news around the AFL Hall of Fame. Speaking of AFL legends, with the Queen's birthday clash non-existent, Neil Danaher's masterpiece, Big Freeze at the G, returns for a sixth year as he bravely fights the fight against M&D. Let's get into it, boys. How are we going? Yeah, not too bad. Good, mate. How are you? Not too bad, thank you. Fresh? Cold? Yes, <laughs> quite cold. Oh, it is. Quite well on this uh, cool evening. We're going to put the heater on. Pretty cool now you're here. We won't be as cold as a few of the uh, AFL players, so the players are going to be heading down <laughs> yeah. the freeze this year. It'll be a bit different. It's not... During a game or before the game, it's it's a bit interesting. I, so I don't know whether they're doing it as a, a, at the club or just live streaming it. It'll, it'll be an interesting one, but all the clubs are getting in it. 18 players. A few of the players signed up. Yeah, and a few big names. So we'll, we'll go through the list of, of, of just a few. Um, Mitch Robinson from the Brizzy Lions. Interesting one. Hard Do we think <laughs> any silly costumes you might think that guy might be... Are we doing something Fortnite-related? Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, he's he the video that, game. Yeah, he loves the video like game. Goes yeah. down in the video game chair or something. I'm not a Fortnite expert, but it was some sort of character yeah. or something like that. You could just read Carlton Jumper, maybe. Or Carlton Jumper, Paddy Cripps, the captain, superstar player. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, he could be some sort of superhero. Imagine if he... Twinged his hammy or something oh. like old mate last night. Oh, Kelling yeah. yeah. oh. fans would just he could get the whole season there. <laughs> Side bottom is another big name. And then I'll just skip through. The skipper at the Cats Boys. Any ideas what he'd be doing? Classic bandage around the head or something like that, maybe? Or what is O'Connor doing? What is Mark O'Connor doing going down the slide? Jolly, a, jolly boy, he's going to... Joel could dress up as a duck, surely. Oh, yeah, probably. He's I was going to say like he should dress up as the mummy, because he's always ah, wrapped yes. in a bandage. Oh, yeah. I funny. do like the duck in order idea. The duck idea, would be though. good. Um, and then we go, oh, mate, Toby Green, what do you reckon there? <laughs> People will be watching God. him, hoping he gets a bit... Karate Kid. Oh, karate Kid. Oh, <laughs> oh mate. Benny Brown, Sideshow Bob, of course. What yeah, Crusty the Crown, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really happy he brings a break with him as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. 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 He goes to step in the slide. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he can take about 50 steps before he gets into it, too. <laughs> oh, and then we've just got Jackie Rewalt from the Tigers as well as one of the bigger names that's going to be doing it. He could dress as a flog, but he's just <laughs> dressing as himself. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Brightside. Yeah, the Killers would be a good one, actually. Yeah. Richmond's fans. That was good. I did enjoy Rewalt singing on stage with the Killers. That was quite It's the only thing I liked about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't too bad. True, and true. I'll be honest, I don't want to downclass the, the, the talent of the other players, but I'm not really going to talk about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Well, they're the big signings the so Bailey far. The Bailey Smiths of the yeah. Yeah. That, right? <laughs> Mate, I had a really big question. Is Tyson staying on that list? No, unfortunately, <laughs> the, well, the, crows haven't, the Crows haven't actually um, released their play. I don't think it's going to be Tyson Stengel. Wow. I think they're going down to the Richmond theme song, though. So oh, 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 Is Bailey Smith actually going down? 
for the dogs. He could dress up as Lockie Hunter. Yeah. Or oh, his wow. girlfriend's cracked car or something. Like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. If you don't see us next week, guys, you know. No yeah. one is safe. We've already got a lawsuit from though. Toby Green's dad. Yeah. <laughs> but o- overall, how do you guys find the big freeze at the G? Because I've, I've been to one personally. It is a great initiative. And obviously, the, the whole idea of it is, you know, fight the beast, um, freeze M&D. Neil Danaher has obviously got this terrible condition, which affects a lot of Australians and there's no cure for it. So it is quite a big thing that is has been able to be ingrained in like footy culture is this big freeze at the G which raises a lot of profits each year. Yeah, it's great I think. Mm-hmm. I mean to say it's great is a bit contradictive because it's such a terrible thing. But yeah. we've made a terrible thing that is terrible for so many individuals out there as you said, but turned it into such a massive event and I mean the underlining part is sad, but the day is sort of celebrated in a way because you earn heaps of money. It is. You raise awareness. And I remember that fella who he had it, and I think he was associated with Collingwood or something. And the fire he got Yeah, he got such a great well. smile yeah. out of yep. the day. Yep. And I, I think he passed away not long after. Yeah, you know, it's recently. one of those, it, it can give people a bit of joy in what's probably an otherwise pretty tough life. Mm. And in the meantime, you raise heaps of money and, and bring some awareness. Yeah, so. and it, it does bring everyone together because every club normally has a representative hmm. and it, it is very fun to watch especially yeah. when you know coaches of unnamed clubs pull their hamstrings when they <laughs> come down off the slide so shout out to Chris yeah. <laughs> yeah you do get to hear some good stories as well and stuff you don't normally hear and people you don't normally get to hear from and I think it's it's like the um <laughs> the good Friday appeal and that yeah it's it's a good thing especially when we didn't even get much of it yeah. I didn't get to do the appeal this year obviously with mm. COVID and that yeah. it's it's another opportunity to, to bring faces forward and, and, and get to you know understand people's plights and, and mm. hopefully help give them a bit of happiness yeah yeah. Um, but speaking of legends going down the slides and all this we're coming to the, the Hall of Fame mm. boys Hall of Fame and a legend gets to be inducted as well this year but there's a few names who are up for the Hall of Fame this year we know Simon Black is getting in this year because he was going to do it last year but he had Survivor <laughs> reality shows come first don't they? <laughs> I didn't see it but by all reports he was pretty terrible on Survivor he didn't he didn't say he didn't go for it no he didn't, he didn't talk. Talk. I would have thought he'd been good at it but that's another topic you can check out our Survivor podcast elsewhere <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but this year so we know he's a lock but this year here are a few of the names let me know who you think because they're not all going to be allowed to come on this year Luke Ball mm. Jonathan Brown lock Dean Cox, mm-hmm. Darren Glass, Lenny Hayes, Ryan O'Keefe, and Ben Rutten are all in contention for the first time. Mm-hmm. So of those names, who do you think is ringing in your ear? And then if there's any old people or umpires, you might even think. <laughs> Get Razor. Razor. <laughs> I think uh, Coxie definitely has to be yeah. there right at the top because he sort of changed the, the position of the Ruckman. He was like a, another rover almost himself. He was able to go up forward, um, kick goals. Took plenty of big marks throughout his career as well, and um, what an asset he was. He was just dynamic. He could get midfield numbers, um, yeah, and his hit out to advantage was significant. And what an asset he had in that big schnoz of his, which proved to be very aerodynamic in the marking <laughs> attempts. Would he be top five Ruckman ever? All, what all are we time, talking about? Yeah, Dean Cox up there? Yeah, oh, I think so. Yeah. Can't disagree. I'd say he's probably one of the best of the modern era, at least the sure. best. Yeah. Like, Maybe Sandlins was up there with yeah, him, but... They had a lot of battles together for a long time, didn't they? Mm. For a while, they were just the two 
Yeah. And then, yeah, I'd probably go John Brown's the other one that yeah. I think you yeah. probably just, he's, his name's up there with the key forwards when you mm. think of the big, tough, strong, like brave sort of guys out there. Yeah. That's probably one of his. How many of those can get inducted tonight, do you know? Or whenever oh. it is? Is it one or two? Is it, I'm not. I'm honestly not sure, yeah. but from that list, Brown and Cox certainly stand out. And you said one other that sort of stood Hayes. out. So Lenny Hayes, maybe. Oh, Hayes would have to be up there. There's probably a few guys in there that obviously aren't at the same hill because some of those blokes, but they'll, they'll probably get their turn too, but probably not right now. Yeah, because I think there's probably a few older school guys yeah. that can mm. get their chance first, maybe. Yeah. Um, but with that as well, obviously, as I said, a new legend is coming. And last year it's we inducted. had Kevin Sheedy. So that was an yeah. interesting one. I didn't actually see that one coming, but that was yeah. it was pretty good. Shout he out had to a Kev. big coaching, <laughs> <laughs> big, <fan of> <laughs> big coaching career, obviously, yeah. and playing career. So that was a big thing. But a few of these guys they're talking about here, obviously, players. Yeah. And I'll start off the bat with a couple of the controversial ones, who we see why sometimes they might not be considered. Mm. Gary Ablett Senior and Wayne Carey, obviously, two guys who are both considered the greatest to play the game. But what do we think? Can they get legend status with a little bit of controversy, or is it should it be on their yeah. merits as a player that we? Well, yeah, it's, a, it's a it's a football hall of fame, mm. and that by extension, legend status. I mean, yeah, they've had their colourful parts of their life issues, but yeah. we're not judging on football and being a good bloke. So I think <laughs> definitely footballing ability, they they certainly mm. should be, and they, I'm sure they both will be. I think Gary Abbott Senior will get in just because. He's been talked about and talked about and talked about. It's about, about time. Yeah. And what well, he would have been retired slightly longer than Wayne. Is yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. So, but they'll both be in at some stage, I'm sure. Yeah. It's it's an interesting discussion point, isn't it? Because obviously, you know, football. We were talking last week about, you know, footballers' personal lives and, and famous people's personal lives and how public it is and how everyone can have opinion and see directly into people's lives and, you know, have have they not made this decision? Mm. You know, potentially fearing a backlash or anything like that. I know Wayne Carey still receives a lot of criticism for, obviously, his actions are extremely well publicised. Is, is Anthony Stevens on the voting board? Because <laughs> <laughs> that might have something to say. Yeah, well, you know, on, on Wayne Carey's case, um, domestic violence and violence against women, right now, it's about as strong as you can ever get in a push against mm-hmm. that. And obviously, that was, you know, one of the things that, you know, he was most famously... You know, caught out for. Mm. Um, but on another note, people are also kind of against police, and he did beat up a police oh. officer. <laughs> so in a way, he's counteracting that point. It is an interesting discussion, but I don't think it should be brought into it at all. Yeah. I mean, it's not a political statement. I mean, we're basing these blokes on their footballing ability. Mm. You know, they're not mm. perfect fellas, and I'm sure there's a lot of guys out there that aren't perfect that we just haven't heard yeah. about either. So. They're probably the two guys that, when you say greatest player all time, yeah, most discuss those two. So I'd say on the, on the mark that they should probably be considered before a few others. Tis, yep. you bite your tongue a little bit there, or no, just just <laughs> you bite the sugar. Just have a look around, mate. Um, I, I was going to say, uh, yeah, on that light short, I went, went to church the other week and saw Dustin Martin. So I mean, <laughs> just don't know what players are doing and what kind of personalities they have. So. They can surprise. They can surprise. That's exactly right. A couple of dynamic players in the 50 there in church too, there with you and Martin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who you play one out. Yeah. yeah, I've got yeah. him covered. Uh, does Jesus rock? Or yeah. 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 <laughs> ooh, 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 yeah. 
Okay, obviously, we'll, we'll get back on track a little. So those two are obviously the big names and the controversial names, but there's a few other names here that have been listed. Dunstall. Mm. Russell Ebert. Ken Farmer and Greg Williams were the other names that have been, oh, wow. been brought up as yeah. potential legends. Well, I mean, Dunstall, that's yeah. that's the, the big name. Um, it's probably the only person from Hawthorne I actually like. Um, <laughs> he, you know, the amount of goals he kicked in premierships, he won. He, he obviously, you know, he's probably second in line after Ablett or um, Carey to get in. I mean, he's Diesel will be right up there too. Yeah. Definitely go with you there, guys. So it's because we probably know him a little bit more than I suppose, you know, Kenny Boy and, and whatnot. But, Kenny uh, Boy? Calls <laughs> a potential legend, Kenny, Kenny Boy. Boy. <laughs> Gillian McLaughlin is just like, I now introduce yeah. Kenny Boy. Come on, old mate. Kenny Boy here. Yeah, yeah. Over oh, here, Kenny Boy. Rose on called Chief. Yeah. Yeah. Chief, are you here? Yeah. Dunstall, got. I think it was about 1,254 goals, so that was... Just sort of your head. Says about, but he <laughs> uh, about, he about, he about exactly. Roughly, roughly, don't quote me on it. But, uh, yeah. So uh, we've got Coventry, then Lockett, obviously after Lockett. Yeah. Uh, sorry, after Dunstall. So yeah. he's right up there with yeah. the absolute best, so not many uh, blokes kick 1,200 goals. And I think Ebert would probably have a pretty amazing resume with Sandful for yeah, you. I would presume. He'd be in the South Australian uh, Yeah, I don't know as much about him. Um, Old Russell, mate, but um, yeah. I think Russell boy. Rusty. <laughs> Rusty and Kenny boy. <laughs> what is happening? So it's a pretty impressive yeah, list. Yeah, it's not bad. If we want, can we go around and give us a prediction on your. Yeah. Not on your. your yeah, your legend. Not My legend, I, I think Gary Ablett Senior. Yeah, I think it has been sort of in the pipeline for a couple of years. Social media has been like, is now the time for Gary Ablett Senior to come in? I mm. think it might just be because he probably is the. The best ever player and deserve he, he will eventually get in, but I think this year will be him. Yeah, I agree. Ablett, for sure. Yeah, Pips? I'll just go with Wayne Carey, mate. Okay, no worries. Yeah. And I was going to go with Dennis Committee. No, I'm going to <laughs> 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 no, I'll go with Gary Ablett as well, I think. I, and Junior, actually. I think. Yeah, <laughs> well, imagine that. Walk up start when he retires. So, yeah. It's an interesting one. But yeah, that's, that's, that's all the news. Sure. Fame legends and the news, not really too much going on other than footy's back, boys. Yeah, thanks. That was a great segment. <laughs> Cheers. Mate, you have been waiting for this day for six weeks. You are the logistics lord. Hit us up, please, with some juicy round one reviews. It's been, what, ten weeks now since round one? I don't even know what happened. I know Geelong lost. I can't remember what's happened. So Honestly, if you asked yeah. me to, I could tell you what happened in the opener. Yeah. And maybe Sydney, Adelaide, and Geelong. I seriously yeah. would struggle. We with watched rest. the Collingwood Bulldogs one, but oh, true, yeah, yeah true. That Bulldogs are terrible. I remember that. But Tiz, you are the master. Hit us with the juicy deeds, please. Thanks, mate. Yeah, so we'll do a bit of a not too deep of a dive, but yeah, yeah. enough of uh, yeah. just a recap. Yeah, just a bit of a recap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, just a quick recap. Right. Right. Six hours later, <laughs> absolutely. So obviously we had. Richmond and Carlton, Friday nights. Yep. Or was it Thursday? Who ever knows? Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Was it this um, year? Who knows? Right? Yeah, exactly. It was in like 2025. Um, <laughs> it's in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Tigers got home in the end by four goals. Yeah. It was not really much of an event. It was sort of the first game where we actually got to see what it was like. No crowd noise. First little bit, it's like, oh yeah, not too bad. And it just got sort of from bad to worse, really. Uh, it wasn't really much of an event. It's like a play kicks a goal. I was like, oh, yep, sweet. No, no, no dramas at all. Um, so then they were down by 
50 at one stage and then obviously uh, the Blues and they came back a little bit which is good mm. made the scoreboard look a bit more respectable and, yeah um, it was looking ugly it was oh, the yeah. worst game <laughs> and that was when I truly realised how much you needed the crowd yeah yep. that yep. was big big moment yep. yeah absolutely um, actually I was say, if I had take away from that game there was only really one thing I noticed it was Jacob Wiedering actually dominated yeah. Yeah. Backman. Yeah. Yeah. like the yeah. first mm. time I've seen him have gone yeah, that guy was a number one pick, all right. Like, he destroyed he Tom Lynch. Lynch. He like, him, didn't he? Any yeah. time the ball came his way, he either intercepted or just punched it way out of his hands. Because he's been whipped by fans. Yes. I made it for number a while. Number one draft pick. And it was yeah. just like, Injury, injury prone. I belong here. Yeah. 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 It's, it, it, it is a shame that they did have a lot of development in the preseason, Carlton. And, and this, you know, as every year has been for the last five years, this was going to be Carlton's year where they yeah. stepped up a rung and then a, a global pandemic kicked in and they didn't have a chance to... <laughs> How did yeah. you see the rest of that game, Tiz? Yeah, obviously Jack Martin um, coming in as well. Four goals yep. in the th- third quarter was quite notable, which <laughs> sort of uh, helped them with their fight back. But Kicked a couple of blinders too. Yeah, yeah a few from the boundary and whatnot. Um, but again, it just highlights this game has got to go for the, f- the first game of the year. 20, yeah. 2012 was the last time that Carlton beat Richmond in round yeah. one, and it's just a non-event. With so Richard you're referring to Carlton not having that right to host that first game? Correct, yeah. 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 Yep. What would you be your proposal instead? Do you think you Collingwood Richmond? <laughs> just oh, just yeah. the reigning yeah. premiers versus their last. I'm, I'm happy with that. Grand like final that. replay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Anything that's not that. I mean, they're drawing a big crowd. It's great, but we just know who's going to win every year. So yeah, that's um. When Carlton do win though, one year would be great. But yeah, they're probably exactly. the right thing. It's tough because they do have such a good rivalry. And yeah, it's just been disappointing that the two teams have got further and further apart. Like Richmond have got even better. Mm. Carlton have got even worse. I mean, traditionally, it is a good rivalry, yeah. but, I mean, like you said, you're like, oh, footy's back, but Carlton are going to get flogged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you yeah. you have that little bit of hope in the first yeah, quarter, and then Dion Pressure kicks the first goal in 20 seconds, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then Jason Cunt's tenure just keeps... <laughs> Jason Cunt's tenure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't oh, stand um, then, obviously, after that, boys, we were together. For this we one. were. It was probably the last time we were together. <laughs> yeah, 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 legitimately. Um, deja vu for the dogs. They got bullied once again. So, their biggest thing would have been work inside the contest because they got dominated on the inside, on the outside, in the final against the Giants. Yep. And you would like to think that they would have addressed that over the summer. They didn't. And um, they just got absolutely demolished. Bont and Pelly got tagged. Mm. Got tagged in the final as well. So... No bond, no bulldogs. Oh, wow, that is a big call. Because <laughs> no, they have a very strong midfield. Yep, they got absolutely trashed mm. by quality midfield in Collingwood. Fifty-two point winners for the Pies. Making a bumper sticker. But five goals under the roof. Obviously, we had less time for the dogs. Very yeah, they, they they only had what two goals at three quarter time, was it? Or they did not kick a score. It wasn't looking very yeah. good. Mate. Wasn't um, the inside fifty something ridiculous at one stage? Like Twenty-two had, for the game. Yeah, that sounds good. And they had like two, two or something in the yeah, yeah, second term yeah. or something. It was, it was crazy. So we were so keen for that game too. It was such a fizzle. Oh. We, we couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah. Did we watch the second half? I think we not got, really. Barely. We took away table, table tennis. tennis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 absolutely. So ninety-eight points from the dogs in the last two games against the Pies. So not getting up on the scoreboard. Essendon. And the Dockers was an interesting clash. Obviously, the Bombers, I think they got out to a sort of four or five goal head start. And in a game where there's not as much time, you're yep. sort of you know, chasing up a bit. 
Uh, Dockers obviously had their chances late, but couldn't quite make the most of it. They sort of just didn't really use the ball well going inside 50 when they had their chances late. Uh, but that head start was great for the Bombers, getting them the win. Shield with 35, though, was quite notable in, in reduced time. We're like talking Shield. 16 and a half minute quarters. Yeah. That's uh, exceptional numbers from Dylan. Fife was brilliant as well. I think he had like one eye and he was still sort of... Yeah, <laughs> yeah he did. His, uh... This was one of the, the first games that actually looked like it was going to be a contest. The others mm. have been relative blowouts and... Sam Sturt, that we have been yeah. super coach, was just kicking goals left, right, and centre. Rayshaw wasn't. Yeah, Rayshaw was not, but what a super coach. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Uh, Lob kicked a couple and he was quite important. Lob was amazing, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he played a really good game. Yep. So, not quite getting them over the line, but close. Yep. So. Sydney, uh, they had to travel to Adelaide, and gosh, this was one of the more. Interesting. No, no, it was very accurate games of footy. Oh. 22... Not interesting. <laughs> it's accurate. not interesting. <laughs> That's another bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah. Accurate game. 22 goals, 13 between the clubs. 11-8, 11-5. So it, I reckon that highlighted a little bit with no crowd, not as much pressure. Yeah, that you know, was a for players point at the goal. time. Yep. Uh, unless you're Taylor Walker from 55 out to win the game. Oh, oh, sorry, it's text, text. We're going to have a lot of players. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, coming to get me. Knocking on the door. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, is, are we hosting Big Freeze at the gym? <laughs> <laughs> Big Freeze at Wings Camp. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Parker and Kennedy were really good. 55 disposals between them. Uh, Naismith. Sam Naismith, first game since the, the crayfish. A really good, a really good final that we watched um, as well. With John being the Sydney yeah, Swans oh, man, in the twenty seventeen semi. So twenty seventeen. Uh, I think uh, yeah. Shorty won the uh, record for getting from Ballarat to Geelong in the fastest Made time. Forty two minutes. Unbelievable. <laughs> 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 speed. <laughs> yeah, we did very well that night. So did the Cats and. The Suns, well, weren't they the talk of the pre-season boys? Just, just a, a yes, quick yes, note, sorry, mate, yeah, on, yeah, on that Sydney notes. game. Yes. Um, you mentioned Heaney kicked four. He was the difference. He was the difference. It has been stated that Heaney will be permanent forward now this season, now that Franklin is out with the, this hamstring injury. Okay. If he's kicked four in the first game, do you see him being the focal point for Sydney's forward line? I think he has to be. Yeah. 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 Who else are they going to put there? Ben Ronk. Oh, there you go. What, what, what are we Is McCartan in the back line now? Oh, I believe they've been trying him there. Trying I don't him. know about Sam Reid. I don't know what Sam Reid's doing. Haywood needs a little bit more support, but he's still solid yeah. for you too. Haywood's also. very solid. Yeah, he's Tom Papley, obviously, Papley's also. They might just have yeah. to go a small forward line. Go for this, yeah, which works in the past. Any forward does break my heart a little it bit. It does, yeah. But he is good one-on-one. He is good. Can take a mark. Can take a mark and can kick. Amazing sausages. Yes. And he looks good too. Yeah. <laughs> Luscious hair. I mean, sorry, I'll edit that out. Sorry, mate, you're saying about the Gold Coast Suns. Who are the Gold Coast Suns, really? After oh, this, wow. After this one. I'll tell you what, they had it's the pre disappointing. Yes, it was very disappointing. They had a pre season of dreams. It was all going to hopefully change. And they, they, they were looking really, really solid. But they came against a poor Adelaide team that. Uh, Said no, sir. Ready? We're gonna absolutely demolish you. So. No, sir. Bob. <laughs> yeah. Ken was like, "Wowza, Macaulay." Forty-seven point winners, the power. And I tell you what, we didn't watch this game. No, but only the Gold Coast did. No one did. It was one goal after half time. That's so I don't even know if the coach wow. is watching yeah. um, after half And I think at this stage of the weekend, people were like, "Oh, this this is not yeah. good football. This is not yeah. good." Was, you know what I reckon, though. Yes. What do you reckon? If any teams were to represent us internationally, I oh. we should maybe have Port and 
and Gold Coast goes somewhere, <laughs> yeah. maybe China or something like that, and they can just show everyone how amazing I am. Representation yes. of our game. Yeah. 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 Let's go to Wuhan, mate. So, um, oh, <laughs> back to Wuhan. Wow. Anyway, uh, yes, four goals for the Suns. Um, for the entire game at home, and they're traditionally sometimes they do have really good runs at home, yeah. especially at the start of the season. Yes. But very disappointed to begin the season with. And power have a chip on their shoulder this season. Oh, I have ooh. spoken about you know if anyone was to bring out a crazy game plan, Port I think would be the team to just come out with something crazy. Ken went big, saying I should be sacked if we do not make finals. Koshi backed that statement up and then the whole virus stuff happened, but they have an absolute chip on their shoulder this year. So I'm just keeping a sneaky little eye on them. I want to see if they can walk the walk. I want just... to see them fail, to be honest. Wow. <laughs> they're, ju- they're just a tease, mate. Yeah, just a tease. yeah well, look, if... I think they might be, but yeah. you know, if you're talking that much talk, talking to you've got to follow something up at least, at least push. I do like to see the talk because most clubs don't come out and say that. So <laughs> yeah, it's good to say. Probably for a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, just, mate. just ask Melbourne. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but uh, yes. yeah, it's trash talk. That's oh, what this segment right, is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'll be alive after this weekend. <laughs> But you're right with Port, though. They've had a really good list for a number of years. They uh, haven't really made no finals. They're training big, you know, big recruits like Kelly Dixon. Ryder yep. is obviously been and gone to the Saints. And um, Motlop, they've brought in Watts Rocky. and Rockcliffe, Rockcliffe as well. So yeah. they have absolutely... Wingard. Yep, Wingard's gone. So yep. they've tried to, you know, get themselves cherry ripe for a flag and they're not even making the eight. So. They have all the, uh, the chips. Yeah, they've just got to put it on the board. Chipboard. <laughs> on the chipboard. On the table. Take them off their shoulder. And yeah. They'll <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> put the chips in the right place. Uh, so, speak, I'll tell you who did, which team did put things in the right place. So it was GWS. They were they were fantastic against the Cats. And uh, obviously did a bit of review on this one. And it, was, yes. it was a tough review to do, to be honest, because we played very poorly. And it was about what we expected as Cats fans. Mm. It was a 32-point win for the Giants. Langs may seem to... You I, co- I, what do you think? We had a very good year last year, and I was very interested to see if we performed above expectation or, or what would happen this year, and we didn't. Mm. And I, didn't, I don't know if it was because of our ageing list, because of the virus. What if GWS had just come off a premiership? And it's hard to really gauge where we're at from this game. And having to sit on this game... For 10 weeks sucks because it's just the biggest question mark you could get. Not only did we play terribly, but we had a couple of players kick four goals. Absolutely, yeah, Green. Cameron kicked three. Harry Perryman kicked four goals. Yeah. It's hard to judge exactly where we're at in this game of Harry Perryman. No offence, he's kicking four goals and we're letting multiple players kick three goals. Yeah, it's interesting when you say age and list. I, I did have a bit of a look at it just earlier. The Cats actually had more players under 50 games than the Giants mm-hmm. playing. Because the Cats have just gone, let's just keep playing a bunch of rookies and, yep. and give people a chance. Like, who, who who was our main ruck again? It was... Darcy Ford. Darcy Ford yeah. was our main ruck. Zach Guthrie was all in. on his own. Zach Guthrie was playing. It's, it, was, it, was, it was interesting choices by the Cats when your strong point is that you have a lot of established, <clears throat> mature players. There, there was... Issues around selection as well. I I remember there being a couple of question marks around the Ford and Guthrie especially when Buse was obviously coming back from an injury at the time but could have played and Reece Stanley just wasn't selected. 
I wasn't too disheartened without yeah. making this too cat-centric. Yeah. But I, mean, I thought it was probably more the Giants were rather impressive and we just, there were a couple of key moments where we needed to step up and take that chance when you're didn't. away from home and we didn't. And it went straight um, back to the other end for a goal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So there were a couple of key moments where we <clears> went up to the task. But the most concerning thing was, oh, it's as bad a midfield display as I'd seen from the Cats. I'm not sure what the clearance numbers were, but I just, it just felt like danger or nothing so many times. Again, that was my main concern well, out of the game. The answer is nothing then, because yeah. danger was nowhere to be seen. I think he had, what, 16 yeah, touches or something? Yeah, he didn't do much. He, he, worked, a, he, did he no kicked a good sauce. Game in, he worked he kicked a good sauce in the first quarter. Yeah. Like, was, um, Gary Ablett at 36 is your yeah. best midfielder. Like, he's a goat, and he's going to be a legend he's in a couple of weeks. But, <laughs> but, um... You don't know what what are you doing if yeah. Paddy's not stepping up. Duncan played on three goals. Oh, Duncan actually dominated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was interesting. Paddy did nothing. Where it's a big what was drop he doing? Off He's front. normally a guy who likes to talk people up and lead from the front. And he was he playing more forward time, or I'm not it, well, sure what was happening. Yeah, he, he had a blind opening term, and then I think they just applied the clamps um, a bit more heavily, and then he just he just couldn't deal with the tag. So you got to share the load too. Yeah, yeah, Paddy can't be Paddy Bond all the yeah. time. So, Ablett, 24 disposals, Duncan is 21, and then it goes to Tom Stewart with 18, yeah, yeah. which is a fairly that's a glaring error for the... Yeah. The biggest concern for me, though, was no pressure on the ball carrier, and we were out-hunted at the contest. Weren't able to, um, yeah, make them pay, and um, unfortunately, that, that was just way too good. We they lost were. the last two against they the Giants. So. so, do we think Giants, are they in the hot seat for being the dominant team this year? Yes. Like, after last year's disappointment... Are they looking like they're fit and firing, that they're going to be the better team? Because, honestly, I thought the Tigers they had their moments against the Carlton, but they should have blown Carlton out of the water, yep. and they didn't. They weren't, they weren't trying too hard, but GWS, again, have, have a chip on their shoulder, a point to prove. They have all the ingredients to have a premiership team, and there's no way you know Jeremy Cameron, Toby Green, Canelio retires without winning a premiership You know, in that team. Yeah, I'm not so sure. I'd... They made a grand final, but... They just got there. You know, they didn't... They shouldn't have. They didn't dominate the final series and the home away series and just were always going to make the mm-hmm. grand final. Like, they just started to run hot and had a couple of really good wins. What was it against oh, Brisbane that, Collingwood? The Collingwood game, of course. Yeah, they, yeah, they came back you know, So wet. I don't think they're head and shoulders above. I think... Honestly, I think Richmond and West Coast are the most reliable teams in the comp. And then I sort of put Jedoress sort of with Collingwood, and I still yeah. have a fair bit of faith in the Dogs, even though they were terrible. Yes. Well, I think that point you say the Tigers weren't really trying. First game of the season, you shouldn't be not really trying. I don't care if you won a premiership. They're probably before. so used to just being Carlton. <laughs> I think that's an interesting yeah, thing. Exactly. To nearly look like they were going to lose it for a second there where Carlton were coming back like yes. really yeah. hard. They, they got within 12 points, I think. Carlton and then they so. just they put it back on again. But I don't think you should be having those moments like that in a game. Yeah. You yeah. think back to the Cats where sometimes they would... You just put the foot down. In their prime, the Cats would be in cruise control mode yep. and then switch it on. But then mm. they end up, you know, doing nothing in... In the grand finals and finals yeah. later on, a bit like Federer, two sets of love up, drops a third, and he goes, "Oh, I'll just put him away now." You know, <laughs> sort of made it a bit, the minnow <laughs> made a bit of a run, but then they just sort of went to business. But Thank you, mate. You, you don't want to play your absolute best footy uh, right now, but you also want to. You also don't want a global <laughs> pandemic either. But <laughs> yeah, you want to instill good habits, but that's okay. That's correct. The ruse, geez, they uh, bucked the trend in round one. 
So they were down heavily. The Saints, the Saints were up and about. They were mm. absolutely on fire. But gee, Reshaw has got these Roos playing a good brand of footy, really mm. tough style of game. Like Cunnington kicked a couple of goals, twenty-five. So he was the most notable. There's some moments late. Obviously, when you have tight games, it's all about the moments. That Manor and uh, Ryder had a little bit of a fumble late in the goal square. There was a smother in there that stopped mm. any sort of extra score going through. And um, mm. yeah, just just desperate stuff and big moments to get over the line. And Toss. and to to come back in such a short period of game time as well. Yeah, that's borderline unacceptable. <laughs> You've got you know yeah. almost a quarter of game time less. For Ruse to actually come back, it, it's hard to believe. Like, Saints fans would have been fuming. I reckon the Saints fans would be the most disappointed of the whole round. <laughs> Call yeah. Calling for a second for the first yeah, game. Well. <laughs> they were pumping their chest yeah, out. They, they were, were up and about yep. where the hot side of the preseason yep. camp. Look out. We've got all these And then they're flying. And then just oh, went right down the toilet, didn't it? It was yeah, terrible. It Another <laughs> phrase there. But, uh, <laughs> well, it wasn't very pleasant, that's for sure. Um, the Hawks, they cruised home at home, so a 28-point win for the Hawks. And the Lions have had a couple of mishaps at the G, obviously some really quality opposition in Richmond previously. Uh, they went down late last year. Challenged them at times, but they couldn't quite get over the line. And I suppose what Brisbane fans wouldn't like is the ease of some of Hawthorne's goals. A few coast-to-coast goals. I saw Wingard running in a few times, Burgoyne and... They both kick three each. And is is Burgoyne going to play till he's 45? Like, <laughs> he is, uh, he is yeah. just still like Hawthorne's yeah, yeah. best player that they just say, hey, do your thing whenever yeah, we need you to back up. Goals. No, <laughs> Another <laughs> issue that uh, Brisbane fans will have is that they've lost four games straight. Yeah. That'd hurt. Yeah. That, that's a very good yeah. there, Lang. If that was four games at the start of the season, there would be issues. They lost their last game, they lost two finals, and they've lost this one. Issues. And they, they were flying high last year. And they beat us by like one point. Oh. So, let's make it fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unbelievable scene. Unbelievable. So, Neil was really good though, 26. Um, good. Got a goal, 10 tackles, 8 clearance. Pretty impressive numbers. The octopus. He gets the job done. 10 tackles. Very good, in less time. He's just efficient. So, efficient. <laughs> uh, unlike myself at the moment, but the, the Eagles, um, when they play in the West, uh, they're as efficient as it gets. They uh, got a nice win there against the D's, 27-point winners. Um, they really just controlled from the game from start to finish. They didn't really go down at all. 119 marks. That's, that's a lot. That's nuts. That's uh, West Coast. Um, absolute. They, they love it. When they can take marks, they control the game. This is a horror game for the D's to get first yeah, up oh, in the West. It's a massive talking point oh, for sure. They made all the talk at the start of the year this is yeah. going to be different this year. They had the year. worst season last year. They had the, the off-season from hell. They were pumping up their pre-season and then they had to go to the West Coast and bring up the PTSD of that oh, final. Still that's therapy. Yeah. 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 But you know what I was impressed with? Jack Viney's game. Yes. I don't know if it was just he looked looked good or not but he looks like he's he's back in his peak form mm. speaking yeah. of chips on shoulders he got like 180 super coach points yeah you were pumping up to was pre-season I was talking up Barney I was saying he was going to be he a gun and he scored 42 next week so was um, a <laughs> yes he, he was massive too because of 34 possessions and um, we had a few players obviously Langton as well also got over 30 um, yeah, the Bonnie's we mentioned, and um, Gaff, Gaff, Andrew Gaff, Andrew Gaff uh, chipped in for 30 as it's well. Like a knockout game. Yeah. So um, that, if you've all forgotten round one, and it's understandable, it's been so long, um, that's a little bit of a, a review from 
the fellas and um or well, you mainly well we all chipped in <laughs> we've all got chips on our shoulders like, now. well yeah. yeah it was basically yeah. me but thanks for it, it is good to have a recap because yeah I, I don't know how close people have been following footy because there's been so much you know especially this week so much going on that isn't footy related so to have that recap is good now that we're a week out we're getting footy back it's exciting it is a good little recap um I just got to say one little quiz thing, actually. Hello. What Hello do you guys. think? Good. After hearing that, can any of you guys name the top four right now? As in, like, a... who are the top four teams? As in, literally oh, on the ladder. Line line up up on top. Yeah. Collingwood. Playing is this coming out? Uh, West Coast. West Coast. And oh, three from three. The other team that won by GWS. Oh, stop looking at the notes, oh, mate. Oh, Hawks in the fourth spot there. Wow. That was amazing. Wow. Oh, wow. I wouldn't say that actually reflects the top four teams, nah, nah, but nah. Um, yeah, yeah. it was an inch, that was a good game. I know Port because they've been pumping up on their Twitter. Yeah. They've been on top of the ladder for eight weeks. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. yeah. yeah, you beat Gold Coast. So, um, Asterix, <laughs> global pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz, gosh. I hope we're back next week, guys. Oh, but, that's, um, that's a good wrap, Tears, but uh, let's change tone here and uh, talk about Lance Franklin. Ooh. But he's going he's gonna to miss a lot of the season, which is disappointing because mm. he's getting close to the 1,000 goals. Might need a couple of seasons to do it if he does, but I wanted to broaden the discussion and talk about will we see a player ever kick 100 goals in a season and, and sort of bring into focus Lance Franklin and the 1,000, will we ever see a player get close to 1,000 goals again? I'm probably more interested in 100 goals per season yes. because I think that's a pretty interesting discussion, but I'd love to see Lance get there, but uh, let's, let's broaden the focus. I was going to say, will we see Buddy get to a 1,000? Well, yeah, even? that's it. Will <laughs> we see him again? <laughs> <laughs> Is he going to come back? Uh, the, poor, uh, the poor bloke on the Sydney social media pages, they're like, oh, just bloody retire, you crap. Oh, oh, yeah. injured. He's just been like your best player for six years, but that's all right. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, Is this the reason you're a good club? <laughs> yeah. And, and obviously with that injury news, you know, the Hawks fan and Pachirpi, they're so happy they got the best out of him at Hawthorne. Mm. It's, he kicks, he's kicked more goals at Sydney now than he has at Hawthorne, so it, it is hard to... I mean, obviously won a premiership at, at the Hawks, but um, they certainly got their money's worth out of Franklin, I think, just from a marketing perspective um, in Sydney in a, in a not-football-saturated state. They've certainly got their money's worth out of him. I really do hope he comes back and gets mm. to 1,000 because it's probably going to be the last time, I think. Just the way the game's formulated now... It's going to be hard to see a player kicking 100 goals again in a season, let alone getting to 1,000. The game's harder now on players' bodies than ever before, so just the longevity of players actually being able to play enough games and years to get there, unless they're kicking 80 goals a game or 80, <laughs> 80 goals a season. It's just, yeah. 80 goals a game. It's borderline impossible. Yeah, well, it was good him get into the 300 that late last year as well. Games, game yeah. Smart. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, it's interesting to see. In terms of another player ever kicking 100 again, I'd say, yeah, it'll come up because the seasons change, coaching changes, yep. tactics always change. Yep. some point, a team is going to find this amazing star player and they're going to come up with a game plan around that guy. I think it's about getting the perfect combo. I don't think it's going to be the same days of just kick it up to whoever's there and mm. some spud can kick 100. It's going to be basically, you're going to have to have one of the uh, once in a generation player and you're going to have to have an amazing game player and a team mm. around that mm. player. 
because obviously 100 is a big effort. And nowadays. Franklin is you know, once-in-a-generation type player too, isn't the he? Once-in-a-generation player. <laughs> you can make an argument we got extremely lucky with the likes of Lockett, Dunstall, Adlett, Carey. But as you say, Chuck, the style of game was more appropriate for that style of football. But um, Tyus, what are your thoughts? I reckon you know what I'm thinking, mate. I know. <laughs> he, he, knows, he knows what I'm thinking. Uh, I'm going to go no and no for that. So obviously... Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm no on 100, so it's going to be pretty hard to get a 1,000 unless you <laughs> yeah. kick 110 we'll years in a row. 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have to play. Sean Bergwijn could be the yeah. next yeah. He, might be the, he might be the man. But the games evolve so much that as the zone defence is so difficult now. Yeah. Te- teams and coaches especially, they orchestrate a very defensive game plan designed to reduce the output or the, I suppose, the damage from, Scoring, yeah. Yeah, from turnover. Yeah. And yeah, the zone defence. I mean, back in the day, it was sort of like one on ones, and like it wasn't very much um, mechanics put into it. Sort of like, oh, you've got this bloke. Good, good luck, you know, beating Ablett today, even though he might kick seven or eight on you. And a player and a big forward, especially kicking four, is the new ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that I think those numbers purely just make it incredibly difficult. That I, yeah, I'm happy to rule it out. I mean, yeah, I, I just can't see it happening. It, yeah. It's gonna even if there is a superstar, they. Teams will have mechanisms to stop that player. The defence almost seems to supersede any kind of forward prowess. And if they're reducing game times, golly, that's going to be yeah, tough. golly. Um, they they no won't goals. be. They have and they have put yeah. out that they aren't looking at. They aren't talking the about or thinking pleased. about. Yeah, very pleased. To hear. Uh, reducing quarter length next season or the, the season after that. So they're just going to leave it. It's just a, a blip in the radar this year. We'll get back to normal next year. So uh, one question I have for you while we're talking about the hundred goals. Uh, in a season, mm. are there any current players listed that you think would be capable of kicking a hundred goals? I've got one in mind, but I just if they were in that setting or, or well, just if there was any player playing right now, who do you think could kick a hundred goals? I mean, Cameron naturally jumps yep. to mind. Yeah, um, I think Hawkins in his prime in the nineties. In the nineties, <laughs> he kicked two hundred goals. He was a big hundred sausages at half yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> You do naturally think tall, but yeah. you know the way the game's played yeah. these days, smalls are just no. as likely to kick bags. Yeah. Josh Walker, maybe. See, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I thought Ben Brown is yeah. a very traditional style forward. Yes. Just goes back and slots and very efficient as well. In the olden days, the olden days, <laughs> sometimes I'm go. Jason, Dun- even Gary Ablett kicks. Yeah. You know, senior kicks a lot of goals and a lot of behinds as well. Wayne Carey just has a lot of scoring shots. Does, isn't necessarily super efficient week to week. Um, one other option I had was Jordan Degoe. Just okay. he's always in the right spot at the right time. Can kick a bag. If they go to this like like how Dustin Martin goes forward in a very yeah. similar role, Degoe's probably got more chance to potentially ever kick a hundred. But Tiz, do you have any thoughts on a player that could? No, no player currently. You just you no. sitting here, you just work yeah. here. You don't think till now. Not on any, not <laughs> just, any particular not even podcast. Just sits yeah, here. He just sits <laughs> here. Tyson Stengel. I was gonna say on a player being able to kick a hundred again. Actually, if they bring us to a twenty twenty team competition and we have three Gold Coasts now, <laughs> then we're oh, probably yeah. gonna have three a few. Coast. 
15 goal games Kick against 10 against team. Tassie and 12 against Northern Territory. Yeah, exactly. We're going to be saying... Eight against the Suns. Maybe if Jack Rio kicks 100 goals this season, <laughs> i just never watch footy again. But, but you obviously brought it up, mate. So, um, what, what do you think? I'll put the gloves on, boys. This is a 2v2 battle. Yeah. Oh, hold on, are they regulation gloves? Yeah. Are you, are you doing <laughs> a Chris Dawes over here? Punch you, punch you with the, punch you the Travis quote. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> no, I agree with Chook. I, I think at some stage we will see a player, as Chook outlined, that is just once in a generation, absolute superstar. And I also agree with you in terms of the game. If you said, will we see one in the next 10 years, they, no, I highly doubt it. But I do think the game will evolve, the game will change. Well, actually, it won't evolve. It'll need some changes implemented. Tinkering. And yep. we're always doing these rules and trying to find new ways to get more goals and open the game up. So I think at some stage in the future, we might be celebrating my 70th birthday, but we might see... If you get there. If I, <laughs> I might not make past Friday night. When we, oh, wow. Well. Yes, but um, I think at some stage, yeah. it just will. But it could be a long, long time. It could take big changes to the game. It could take an absolute star to mm. do it, and they might just creep over it. But... I think, I'd like to think, but a thousand, no, I don't, I don't think it could be replicated, let's yeah. face it, there's been what, is it four or five who's around done five, it, yeah. something like that. Um, and so with all the tinkering, you'll see if, if players start kicking too many goals, they'll bring in the old school mixed basketball rules where once you can <laughs> score, score, you're capped out, you're not allowed yeah, to kick yeah, any can't, more than ten goals. Can't score <laughs> let, let me think, mate, we've got Doug Way, obviously over a thousand, Dunstall, Lockett, uh, Coventry. So that's at least four. Has Wade kicked over a thousand? Believe so. Yeah, he kicked yeah, it right. 2043. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I think Razor Ray's helped a few goals. <laughs> 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 Didn't he? Razor Ray's a boy. Razor Ray. I reckon that would divide a lot of people though, because yeah. and it did us, so I was interested to see. I'd love to see it again. I, I obviously said I don't think it will happen. I, I'm sure me and Tyson would love to see it again. Yeah. That yeah. footage, you go on YouTube and search up Lance Franklin 100 goals. That footage of all the people running on the yeah, on the crowd, which God, I'd love to see that happen you, now, but it do won't. Do you think they'd ever let that happen? If someone got to hundred, no, they, they wouldn't. They but wouldn't it still able, would. Or do you think they just wouldn't be able to stop people from uh, doing they, it? They didn't want it happening with Lance either. Yeah. 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 Once yeah. two or three people get off, Favola wanted it to happen, but Clarko said yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, Clarko's like, no, it's not the dog is insane. Everyone could be bothered the second time. They'd be like, yeah, yeah, okay. But I know what kind of human being would actually do that to a person. Yeah, terrible. So savage. I hope you sleep at night, Clarko. All right. Yeah. go will be on like nine. 99 goals like like 10 minutes ago in the last quarter and like you will be like oh and actually like press the yeah, button yeah, like, yeah. in the game oh sorry it's all around 23 you go oh. <laughs> it could come down to random things too like if we went to everyone plays each other once so you know like there's all that talk or there's that talk about you ditch the pre-season we play 24 games like all these it could become a fixture thing too if you get more games you're a better chance you get Rock Coast for us? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, then you get a little asterisk, though, then, you know, if you, if you yeah. play 30 games in the season, you really only it would be different. Yeah. 75 goals and 25 against Gold Coast for <laughs> asterisks. But, uh, boys, that's taken us to the 47 minute mark. We've gone very big. <laughs> the longest pod. Really appreciated the, uh, the rundown from Tears and looking forward to getting more in depth reviews as the season goes on. You would have seen in our social medias this week, every Tuesday, 10 a.m., the podcast will be going up. So, recording on Monday night. So, we'll be speaking to each other straight, hot off the press on a Monday after the football weekend. 
There might be games on Monday nights. Who knows? We might be doing live podcasts over again. <laughs> we'll just be talking to God. Hey! <laughs> You'll hear from us next week. There will be footy a day away or a week away, a few, da- a few days away when we record next week. Really excited. Thanks for joining us this week, fellas. Happy to be here. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks, You'll hear from us next week. Have a good one. Cheers. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure you follow us on the socials so you don't miss any content. AFL Unlimited, because footy is limitless.